What's going on, everybody? This is AJ Capasso here, host of Talking with the Source. I'm here with two of my great friends and one that's about to come on. But please introduce yourself to my right. Would that be me to your right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Hi, my name's Nando. Um, I'm part of Portal to the Paranormal based in the UK. My name is Brian John Laverty, a.k.a. the S. B7 Whisperer and uh, Mr. Zipper and Mr. Nipples. I like that. You apparently haven't been watching the shows lately. No, I haven't had a chance. No, but uh, I, I'm going to have to watch now because uh, now, I have, now I'm curious. Uh, that's, uh, that was a name uh, given to me by uh, Howard. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, there's Anthony from uh yeah. Anthony, maybe we should get Anthony up here. Yeah, I know. Um, can you send him the link? Hey Anthony, want to join us? I will send him the link. Anthony, if you are interested, I will send him the link hey, right Burley, now. How are you? Thank you so much for watching. You know what? Uh, have you guys ever? I don't know if you guys ever watch or uh, go to like a laptop or a computer. I find Facebook is really slow on the computer. Yeah. Okay. So Anthony's at work right at the moment, so he can't come on. But it's all good. Maybe next ah, time. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Time. But anyway, yeah, so I we first yeah, wanted to go over. Brian, we were just talking, me and Nando in the back, and Nando was telling, like, we were just talking about something that we always talk about, and it was like about. Um, how the shows are always, you know, now focused on demonic activity and like everything's a demon. And then you see it a lot on YouTube now. And we were just saying, Nando and me were just saying how, you know, he, we don't believe that, you know, it's always a demonic entity and all this stuff. And, you know, I told him, I was like, from my experience, you know, 99% of the time, it's not like, you know, it's mostly, mm. you know, this either a person who was already evil in life that's evil obviously in death or it's just an angry spirit that's sick and tired of getting probably poked around asking it you know turn lights on and so all what do you, so what are you so what are you saying all the guys all the popular youtubers are not seeing something demonic every single week what really <laughs> no, come on I, seriously i mean yeah like i'm a little oh, like believe it? i i mean i don't know i mean i, I there's a lot of demons. awful that's awfully disappointing <laughs> the, the thing is you got to we as a group you know all of us investigate a lot of different location that has bags of history you know i know yeah you know when you come over brian using that as an example we took you to many different locations and we picked up different things and what i was saying to aj in the back is like especially with like the sp7 you know the voices don't come through as a natural voice sometimes it's distorted because mm. of the, the radio wave length it's going through mm. and then but it doesn't necessarily, in my opinion, it doesn't necessarily mean it's something demonic. You know, we, mm. we need to appreciate every spirit that comes forward. They have a different amount of energy, I believe. You know, it's hard for them. You know, but I, I, as I was saying to Aja, I just think a lot of these shows, YouTubers, unfortunately, they're 
in my belief, is that they're trying to bring in as many viewers as possible. And I just yeah, think right. they're, going, they're going the wrong way about it. They're, they're concentrating on one, you know, they're emphasising on the demonic energies, but then they're not looking at the bigger picture, how you can actually bring a story. Um, and one thing that is very clear to me, AJ, when Brian come down uh, with Lex, we went to the mausoleum and we had, you know, Brian and Lex were getting in really intelligent responses that brought out a love story. And I kid you not, it was actually confirming that two people that had died in different periods and they were buried in different places and brought back together. They were in the mausoleum that night. Do you remember? Yeah, of course I do. You so know, that so just, it just can, because there's a lot of people out there and a lot of paranormal investigators out there. And there's even people that are not in uh, paranormal investigations always have that question when somebody dies and somebody dies like a, like a, a spouse or a boyfriend or girlfriend dies years later we always wonder if they find each other or if they're mm. back together that kind of confirmed that that night mm. at least for those two i'm not saying it happens for everyone but um uh, referring to the demonic entity crap <laughs> um i would say out of 10 locations if you were to find something demonic in those 10 locations it would probably be zero. Yeah. To be honest. Um, And, you know, like even like I get a little, I get a little tired as well. um, If something is thrown or something is like tossed off the counter or a plate is or cabinets open or a plate falls off the counter or a table, people automatically assume it's a poltergeist or a demonic entity, which is, you could just really have a pissed off spirit. Like, for example, when we were in Fort Whitley, there's a guy in that center area where we were that's been seen on caught on camera um, where the guy was pushed. You you remember. I don't know if you remember this, Nando. I'm, I'm sure you were there. Um, no, I that? saw I saw the 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 guy or the man who's the pissed off one there he came right into my face and yelled and screamed at me but he was nothing demonic he was just really really pissed off that was where the spiral stairs were uh that's when we first got there and Mm. you guys were putting down the uh the cat balls Mm. and you had the rem pod and remember when i said you guys are wasting your time he's not even going to come close to this yeah i remember and we I think we went down towards the north tunnel, didn't we? Yeah, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah, because that 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 was also a really fun night because someone was trying to be cool in front of the camera for the first time and ended up yeah. nearly falling through a, fa- a fireplace. And I do have that. Mm-hmm. I do have that. It's <laughs> it's not as bad as we describe it to be, um, but it's still funny. With, uh, Nando almost falling over. Um, <laughs> he put his foot in the fireplace. It was a fireplace, oh. right? Was that a fireplace? Yeah, it was a little fireplace. Yeah. So, anyways. But when it comes to the demonic stuff, I think it's just, you know, like I always say to people, you got to take everything with a grain of salt when you're watching these YouTube videos, you know. And also on top of that, it doesn't help when they put in the thumbnail. Uh, there was something demonic here this night or the demonic entity was chasing us or, you know, stuff like that when they put it in their thumbnails doesn't help as well. Mm. So and obviously we all know when you're watching a video and you see the thumbnail it's clickbait when they're putting that stuff. So uh, if you see something like a cool title, obviously you're going to click on it, Mm. you know, so 
uh, you got to be careful of that as well. Hello, chat. The channel is in my recommendations. There you go. That's a good thing. That is a good thing. Yes, absolutely. Oh, so English is not his first language. Philip, that's totally okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and we really appreciate you joining us. And feel free to, uh, you know, if you have any questions, put them in the comments. And uh, Does you know, he understand English really well? Yeah, do you understand English really well? There you go. But anyway, yeah, no, I mean, going back to what you guys were saying, I mean, that, that place from what I've heard from Brian, from what Brian has told me and from what I just heard from you, Nando, seemed like it was a very, like, you know, a very awesome place for you guys to go and investigate. I mean, I, like, Brian, did you guys ever get some great communication there after that guy, you know, came into your face and you know you saw it yeah it's interesting yeah it's interesting because as soon as i left that area me and sarah went around the corner and there was like a little room and we did a spirit box in there and um that i asked right you know sometimes my first question is what is your name and i said what is your name and we got a response right away and it sounded like it said ted so I ha- I haven't seen that part of the the uh, the footage yet, but okay. it, it definitely sounded like it was Ted. And you know what was really weird is what I couldn't figure out when we went into these like little room areas. There were like these fur balls on the ground. Oh, I don't know what they were. You remember that Nando and that? Yeah, area? I remember. Like yeah, a fur- I remember that. I have no idea what they were. It, they were weird. Hmm. I think I got a picture of one. So I'll probably put that in the video. Um, just really, it's a, I don't even know what they are. It's just weird. But uh, Fort Whitley is amazing. That was our last, I think that was our last investigation. Yeah, that it? was the last one of the yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. So we even, we get, hey, listen, we got great responses everywhere we went. Um, we got some amazing responses in, um, in, the, in the caves that we went to. Uh, we discovered there was a woman there in the caves and i even saw something walking back and forth like wow. she couldn't leave the tunnel or he leave the tunnel and yep. so we went out i so i said i need to do a spirit box up there because i just saw something walking back and forth and we did yep. a spirit box and we got some amazing responses on the spirit box it was just really really super super cool it really was and um i think wasn't it uh, i think it was just recently I captured something amazing off the spirit box when I went to Tennessee and um, it's, Oh yes, this is it. I went to, I went to, um, I think it was the octagon hall when I have to go. I think it was octagon hall. Um, it said my name three times. Oh, wait a minute. Wow. When was that? Sorry. Uh, let me think about this for a minute. I, I got to remember. Okay. Oh no, no, sorry. I know what it was. It was the documentary that is coming out soon. Okay, so there's a documentary coming out soon, and it's almost done. Um, and they're doing the final touches. The the score, the music, is being uh, created for this documentary. Anyways, cool. I was upstairs, and I asked again, "What is your name?" And it said, "It said, it said uh, Brian, Brian Laverty, Brian." Wow! I can't yeah. wait. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Not- yeah. You, you, had to, you know what? I should show it to you guys. Yeah, could you pull it up? Oh, I could. I oh. could if you guys want to talk. Yeah, I could. 
exactly. Yeah. So Nando, while while he's setting that up, because we're gonna get to get an exclusive right now of this awesome response. I want to know what is your go-to, Nando, when you're out there for a spirit box? Would it be PSP seven? Do you use apps? What is it? Do you know what to be fair? The apps, in my opinion, you know, you got to be careful which ones that you're using because if they're if they're using your data, then you know it can potentially give you false information. The only one that I am a bit on the fence with is Necrophonic, you know, because you can actually switch off and put your phone into airplane modes and it still gives you responses. So we, we have used that a few times. And when we ask a question, we've had some intelligent responses come through. Um, you know, but the SP7 has got to be my go-to, you know, because you can't, if you're getting a direct response, and I think a few times, once with um, Brian and Lex, we were at the rural Victoria Country Park, and we were stood in a group, and Brian was stood in the middle, and he was introducing every person around, and it went to Lex, and it says Lex's name, and then out of all that, my name's quite unusual, Nando. You know, you're not going to hear that come on the, on the SB7. Yeah, And yeah. as he said my name, it said Nando. And we played it back, and it was very clear. Wow. You know, so, so I always say the SB7 is one of my go-to tools that I will always use. Of course. Um, and then the other thing that I do like to use, that we're using it a bit more, is doing the Gansfield. Have you heard of that? Yep, yep. The you know, you're basically taking away the person's sight, and they're, you know, you're you're working more on what they're hearing through the SB7, but on headphones. So we ask questions and we get responses through the person that's listening. Um, and we recently did an event at Merley House, which John, uh, which Brian come with us um, on the first investigation when he did the tour. And the responses that we were getting, and it was quite funny because Dan, one of the owner of Pete and Paul to the Paranormal, and we yep. had a guy that just wanted to experience it. They were sat yep. in the chat and they both got touched and the, wow. you know, it, it was amazing, you know, because you see that they're both being touched, at, you know, and the catball was going off around them, but they were all given intelligent responses. And with Dan, he come, he shouted out the uh, girl's name called Emily. And we were trying to go through like, you know, has Emily ever come up before? But anyway, we're walking back out of the office on the downstairs part of the cellar. And as we're walking past this window, there's a name um, in the glass of the window, and it was Emily. Wow. You know, and we never noticed it until we started walking past and we were just looking at the window and this name Emily was on there. And he had said Emily before even seeing the window because you got to walk right around the corner. What are the, what are the odds? What are the odds of that? Yeah, it was, um, it, it was, it was weird. So, yeah, but the SP7 is definitely one and i've learned to use that a lot more how to you how to use my questioning and things like that um part of that is learning from the team um again brian he taught me a lot when he come down he showed me you know certain ways to ask your questions and how to get the best responses so i've been using that as i've gone along and some of the stuff that i've got come through has been like i said to you aj before this i thought and i'm sorry to everyone that's watching but i thought it was a load of hocus pocus because i was basing it more on what I was seeing on YouTube, what I was seeing on TV. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. You know? with- but then when you go out with people that has a real true passion and, you know, and doing it the right way, you, you see how good this community, the paranormal field actually is. And you can't fault it when you're with the right sort of people and doing it the right way. 
and that's what I've learned to how I've learned to love the field, if you get what I'm saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, see, I totally, I totally agree with all that. See, I, I, I use uh, Necrophonic too myself. I, I like using Necrophonic. Um, I do my, obviously my go-to is my PSP seven, um, just because the responses that I've been getting lately with it, um, has been just awesome. Hmm. Um, but, uh, I wanted to say real quick, uh, Philip said, Brian, that Laverty sounds French, I think. And, uh, Philip, uh, Brian is actually from Canada. So are you French, Brian? No. And no, you're not French. No, I, I, I'm trying to open it. It won't open. Sorry, guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> we have Ayla who says, hi, everyone. Great to see you. I had a spirit of a little boy light up the cap wall toy in my hospital room yesterday. It was so cool. The nurses have told me they see children on this floor. My friend got a picture of a little boy by my bed yesterday. He he is see-through, but she said he looks two or three years old. This hospital was built in 1953 in Victoria, B.C. That is awesome, Ayla. That is and totally this, cool. Do you know, if you don't mind, I want to throw a question up to you guys now. So yeah. um, it sounds like she's in the hospital, so it could be that she has some medical things going on. or just wait. Do you feel that spirits... When you are at your most vulnerable, do you think you're more likely to have spirits that will come through and show themselves to you to give you some sort of comfort? Or do you know what I mean? Do you do you believe that spirits can channel in when something's wrong with you? And do you think they will come more likely to come through and try and communicate with you? I I do believe that, and I do believe that in the moments that we need the most, Hmm. the most support, or the most whatever you want to call it from the other side, whether it be a loved one, a friend, anything that you, you know, basically, you know, have in your life that is, you know, has passed on or crossed over. Uh, I believe that they do come through and I believe they can, I don't know. I'm not saying they always will, but I believe they can definitely 100%. And that would be one of the times where I would definitely look for signs and stuff like that. I mean, I, I always look for signs, little signs, subtle signs, um, anyway, all the time, but you know, just during that time, I, I I would say yes, I do believe that it's possible, one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, I agree. I agree. I think when you're in your most uh, vulnerable state, um, you're opening yourself up uh, to stuff. Um, when you're going through something, when you're stressed, um, anything is possible. Philip says, "Is it okay I share my encounter with paranormal and have your advice on it?" Absolutely, Philip. Please put any comments. We'll put it on uh, the, put it on the, you know, put it up on the screen, and we'll do our best to answer it. Everything that we, you know, we say is just obviously theory. No one is an expert in this field, but we can definitely give you our advice from our experiences um, that we believe on the subject. But we can't say that it's one hundred percent fact because, like I said, nobody is an expert in this field. So. Um, but feel free to share with us anything. And um, Ayla says, absolutely. I had spirits warn me of danger like a fire years ago. And that's funny that she says that. Nando, have you had any experiences where you've had a gut feeling or uh, something that like warned you maybe not to leave the house, you know, earlier or something along those lines, like anything? Um, I wouldn't say nothing that's warned me of any kind of danger. But the thing that made my passion even more for the paranormal it's a bit of a personal situation. So basically back in June, 
um, I had to have an operation. Two days later, I developed two blood clots on my lungs and I was really poorly. Yeah. And do you know what? I remember sitting on the sofa, Sarah was trying to, you know, tend to me with my medication and everything. And I was that bad. I sort of was like in and out, but my grandfather come through to me, you know, and I, you, I think you got back, Italian background. So, you know, nonna is the word that you would use for granddad. And I turned yeah. to Sarah and I sort of said, don't worry, my nonna said it would be all right. Yeah. Um, and it was just funny because even when I come through from the operation, I woke up knowing that I was speaking to my auntie that had passed. We were in the garden. You know, I can explain the setting and everything. Wow. And that's why I was asking the question to you guys about, do you think when you're at your most vulnerable, people are going to come through to you? Because I feel now, and I think that's where my passion has grown because I've had that experience where she was sat, we were sat in the garden and she loved her gardening. So it fits her being in the garden. And she was sat there with me saying, you're all right, everything's going to be okay. And then I started coming around and she was the first person that I can remember seeing before anyone, you know, so yeah, I, I haven't had any warnings of danger, but I've had people come through, yeah. you know, when I've been at my most vulnerable, shall we say, and, mm. you know, and that, that was an amazing experience, scary, but amazing at the same time. Do you know what I mean? It was a bit of like the emotion sets in because you've, there were two people I was very close to and for both of them to come through at a very close period of time, you know, really got me and, you know, and that's where it sparked an interest that I want to find out more, not, you know, pushing anything, because I think there's a right way of doing it as well. You've got to be respectful at all times. But yeah. I just think, you know, I really want to learn more and find out more and uncover stories and share it with people, basically. So I did, uh, I did find it. Okay. Gonna, it's going to say my name. And then right after that, it says it again, but just says Brian. Okay. Let me put it, let me put it full screen. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so done. Okay, why is it not showing now? What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> You're seeing a black screen, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh Christ. Let me let me let me uh, stop it for a minute. Let me find it again. Jesus. Murphy. Wait, 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 wait. Does that say dwarf porn? No, I'm sorry. I'm no. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm just joking. <laughs> No. I'm sorry. Okay. All right, here we go. Uh, I got to find it again. There it is. Okay. Okay. So there's our, there are notes and stuff like this on here, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it, uh, so let me go here. So it does say Laverty. So let me go here. <laughs> There it is, right there. Is there That's Laverty. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me find it again. Oh, dear, where'd it go now? Okay. Let me start it here. There it is there. There's Laverty. What is your name? Say that again. Laverty again. 
There it is again. Is there a male or female in this room? There you go, right there. Did you hear it? It's yeah. a little behind. It's a little behind. Let me no, do it I again. It. Listen again. Is there a male or female in this room? Did you hear it? Yeah. Let me turn it up a little bit. I'll turn it up a little bit. All right. Okay. I'm going to play it again. Is there a male or female in this room? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's a good bit of footage. Jeez. That is awesome. Yeah, that was that was really cool. Like, I don't know why it's so behind. It's not it's normally not that behind when I render it, but um uh, no, this is just the, this is just, I know what he says. Can you play it slower? I can't play it slower, unfortunately. Uh, but, um, this yeah. is just the, this is just, you know, putting the words in there, getting it all set up, but it seems a little behind from actually where I placed it originally in the software in the editing software. So I'll have to go through it. Yeah. But it's uh, what it says is it, it goes Laverty, Laverty, Brian Laverty. And then it says, Brian. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's really, Avery. really super cool. I heard the Brian too. Yeah, that's the cool. That, that's that's so cool. So what's what what uh, and the reason I brought that up is because of the fact that you know uh, we've had people on the show through the lens in the past talking about how the the SB7 is a broken radio and that's all it is, and yeah. um, what um, and, and which is fine. Uh, people have their opinion. But I don't know how many radio stations at that moment were saying Laverty, Brian Laverty, and Laverty, and Brian. Yeah, so no. I'm All sorry. Right. I'm sorry. But that, yeah. to me, is validation with the SP7 for sure. You know, every time I talk to my father through that PSP7, he's, he talks like how he, how he did in life. And all he does is swear. And I get <laughs> swear word after swear word coming through the PSP7. You're not going to hear the word, you know, you know, fuck or anything like that on the PSP seven because it's coming through a a radio station. That's that's not going to happen, you know. So when people say to me, "Oh yeah, it's a fake," or there's certain things that you know, like there's a there's DJ or whatever, I'm like, that makes no sense. I'm like, how do you debunk that when you're getting relevant answers and you're getting swear words that are clear as day that you're hearing that would not be on the radio over here because it's against the law to even have that on the radio. So let me, I'm going to show you one other thing in this video, which is super, super cool. Now I've talked about this on previous shows. Okay. So we had a, a medium tarot card reader come in uh, to this uh, place. Uh, he's very, very good at what he does. Um, okay. You know, out of 10 mediums of tarot card readers, I would believe him. Everybody else I wouldn't believe. Anyway, so long story short about this end. Uh, it's uh, the end. Um, uh, was around in the War of 1812. It was invaded by the American soldiers, and there was a British soldier that was killed in the basement. Now, what's what's interesting about this is when they invaded the bar, he ran downstairs to the basement, 
hidden one of those wine barrels, you know, those big, huge <laughs> wine barrels, hidden yeah. one of them. The American soldiers came downstairs to the basement and started stabbing the wine barrels. He was killed in one of the wine barrels. Oh, my God. Okay, so what's really cool about this scene that I'm going to show you, we were upstairs because there was definitely a, more of a negative energy upstairs. Now, you don't yep. see it in this clip, but um, we're... I basically asked the question because his name was Captain Colin Swayze. Uh, how did you die? Now, what's really cool about this, as I told you, he died, but watch the card that he pulls up. Okay. So I'm just going to share this again. Robin, Robin is my host, my other host. Um, he just came in. He was at a, actually at a location, so he, uh, you know, was a little late. But Robin is my other host. So Robin, this is Philip. He's a new uh, he's a new watcher. <laughs> and who's the alert? Who's the alert to the bottom line? I don't know who they are. Yeah, you know. <laughs> okay, so you can. I I brought that up. Now you can share it if you want to. All right, sharing it now. Okay. So now before. Before uh, we get started, um, now what he does on every single question, he always mixes up the cards. Okay. And then when something is talking to them, that's when he stops and he splits the cards or he keeps the deck in one. Uh, but one thing he noticed in this place, when a question was asked, the spirits talk to him very, very quickly. That's what's really cool in about this. So if people are wondering, okay, that card was set up. No, it wasn't because he mixed up the cards. Okay. Gotcha. Here we go. As you can see, he's mixing up the cards now. Okay. Here we go. Contact Captain Colin Swayze. Okay. We're good. Good. Okay. Captain Swayze, how were you killed? Nine of Swords. I think we can count this as confirmation uh, that the story is true and he was killed by swords in the basement here. Even even <laughs> the even the, the story of the barrel. I mean there isn't a, a barrel in this photo, but look at it. You feel like that's yeah. most definitely confirmation about yeah. the story we heard. Interesting. Yeah. What was it? There you go. See how cool that was? Wow, that's all the cards he could have picked. You know, yeah, you can see he's clearly shuffling away there, so he can't know what's going to come up. So that's yeah, and the 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 one with the circle, which is a symbol of the barrel with the swords. He was actually killed by a bayonet, but it was the sword stabbing the circle, Mm -hmm. which is an indication on that's how he really died. Now, the interesting thing about all of this is. We found out through the cards, through what people see in the doc uh, documentary, um, Captain Swayze is not upstairs. That everybody assumed that he was upstairs. He's not. He's actually downstairs in the basement hiding. And he wow. doesn't move around very often. He stays in the basement. Um, what we found out was, uh, through the cards... Um, the the negative en- energy that's upstairs 
is the man that killed Captain Colin Swayze in the basement. Wow. So whoever this man was died later in the war, died later on in the war. And for some reason, his energy came back to that end. We don't know why. Maybe it was his only killing. Who knows? What's, your, what's, what's that? Your theory, what's your theory of why? My theory, personally, my theory is it was probably, and that's why I said what I said. I think it, it might have been his only killing. He felt yeah. very remorse, remorseful about it. Uh, yeah. He was looked upon very negatively. And that's why his spirit or his energy went back to that end. And that's why he's so angry because, unfortunately, he can't leave. I believe that theory. Yeah. 100%. But uh, it's really, really, really cool. There was a lot of things that happened. Not, uh, you know what? Uh, they, they think that they tend to think the negative energy is something on the demonic side. It's not. It's just a very pissed off spirit, to be honest. Yeah. So. Yeah, but those were two little scenes from the documentary that should be coming out in the next month. That'd be good to watch. Now, mm. Yep, looking forward to seeing that. Well, yeah. One question I want to ask you guys is: Where do you think this field? Where do you see this field going in the next ten, five to ten years? Do you want to answer that first? Anyone? Um, anyone who wants to go first? Um, where do I see this field? Um, I well, from what we've all been doing over the last year, um, I think it's helping towards the field. I think these podcasts help towards the field to making the field a little more legitimate because I know there's a lot of people out there that don't think it is. Um, I think we're getting rid of these slowly but surely, we're getting rid of these negative, uh, these negative people in the field, these continually, these people that are continuing to faking videos. I think we're waking up the viewers yep. and not the people that are doing the video videos. I think we're waking up the viewers who have been watching these videos. I think if we continue doing what we're doing by continually having these type of shows, having these type of discussions and calling out these fakers, I think eventually they will be gone and our field will look, be looked at a little more legitimately. And um, I think if we continue doing what we're doing, we will eventually get rid of these people because then, you know, nobody's going to be watching their videos anymore for the purposes of why they're watching now, thinking that they're seeing real uh, demons and stuff like that when they're not. And yep. they will start looking at these videos as entertainment and only entertainment. And maybe somewhere down the road, we can like paranormal investigation paranormal investigators or even scientific researchers that are yeah. in this field will start getting grants so they can study this more start getting money so they can study this more and to make this field really a legitimate field because really it is you know yeah. um you know but the problem is with saying that uh, there are paranormal investigators out there that are true paranormal investigators, but they're not studying the evidence long enough to really determine if it's something actually spirit or just outside noise, or maybe somebody was in the room that whispered that doesn't recall whispering, you know, it's, it's, it's stuff like that as well. So um, I think, I think we're all going in the right direction on what we're doing right now. And like I said, having these podcasts, having these shows, calling out these fakers, 
is helping. Is it's really really helping? No, yeah. that's my opinion. No, I agree. How about you, Robin? No, I just see it getting better and better because, like I say, we're all we're all doing our own thing. We're all getting better connection, better evidence on camera. Everything is and like like Brian said, all these figures. People can pick their videos apart. When people can't pick ours apart, then yeah, yeah. It's people like Lex. You know, it's like Lex is calling out the you know the fakers and stuff like that. And you know, like the segment we have at the end of Through the Lens uh, with fakers, and he's calling out these fakers. And I think people are really starting to recognize uh, these people, and they're really starting to call them out. Look, look what happened. You know, I think it was what. Uh, almost a year ago or just under a year ago one of the bigger one of the bigger youtubers finally admitted that he was faking his videos yep you know and i tell you i saw some of the comments <laughs> i saw some of the comments from the people, people after were, he did yeah. a video they were you know who i'm talking about urban i think it's urban explorations his name was yeah. joe um, yep. he finally admitted that he was faking his videos and their people were pissed. Like there were comments in there. Like I've been watching you for the last several years and I've given you money now finding out that you're faking your videos. I'm never watching another video again of yours. And he hmm. lost a lot of followers, oh, you know, but th that just goes to show you that these people that are watching these YouTubers that are faking their videos, they're actually believing what they're doing. And this is what we need to stop, you know? And um, I think, um, and I know it's difficult. I think somehow, some way, YouTube has got to make sure that these people put in entertainment. They're not real paranormal investigators. You know, I can, uh, I think it was Lex, or might have been, it might have been Patty who said this. She goes, half of these YouTubers that are making that have 3 million or 4 million followers, I guarantee if they ran into an actual spirit or something demonic, they would they would run. Oh, they trapped themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So as uh, paranormal investigators, I always say we run towards the noises, not away from the noises. True. Yep. That's so. true. Yeah. When, when someone says to me, do not go into that room, I hear them saying, go into that room. It's a Charlie Brown moment, right? Wah, wah, yep. wah, wah, wah. <laughs> 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 what my lads say to me now is to say, I'm, I'm just not going to say anything. Just do what you want. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly what uh, Philip said there. Yeah, they get brown great. pants. They get yeah, brown pants. Brown. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and by the way, I will let you know. I do know of a of a very popular YouTuber that did encounter something uh, not necessarily nice, and he ran out of the room. And I'm not going to say the name, but he ran out of the room and wanted to leave. Hey, so you know, and um, yeah, that was from a legitimate source. I will say that. How about that? That's so, funny. Yeah, but anyway, so. I just appreciate you guys coming out with me today. I just want to do something short. I just want to, you know, get what? some people have a little we're, live. We're going here. We're we're going here. Let's keep going. You want to keep going? Okay. Yeah. Going. We're okay, going. Yeah, okay. And cool. besides, well, Robin just got here. Okay, cool. Well, Robin was so quiet, I forgot he was even here for a <laughs> Unless Nando wants to leave. Nando, you want to leave? 
No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, there okay you go. cool. So, all right, well, Brian, then you start off the next question. Uh, okay, well, you're putting me on the spot there. Oh! I've can I just interject? And I've got something to say based on around what you yeah. were saying about, you know, where the paranormal field is going. Yeah, you know, oh, we're growing yeah. and it's getting oh, stronger sorry, and stronger. Um, the only thing that I would say to any paranormal investigators, like people that are being true to themselves and to their viewers, is don't be scared to post if nothing happens. You know, the more, you know, sometimes we go to these locations and unfortunately it is, it is, it is quiet. You're never going to get anything. But I think it's important to share that with the viewers as well, you know, to show how real your investigations are. Because one night could be amazing and the next will be flat, you know, and it, it really does show, you know, because the other thing that I worry about with these YouTubers and these shows is that they seem to pick up on everything. You know, every time they go out, something always happens. And when yep. we go out and we spend, you know, <clears throat> we spend a good six hours at a location at night and nothing happens at all. And it just yep. baffles me how everyone on these YouTube channels get every, get something all the time. But then sometimes we just don't get anything. So I would say don't be afraid to show that you're not getting anything. It just yeah. shows how real you're yeah. being. Yeah. <coughs> I think that's a great point. I think that's a really great point. Don't you, Brian? Because I do. Can you share my screen again? I, I don't know if you guys saw my new little buddy. No, no, no. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. That's your new book. <laughs> that is Maximus. Maximus. I like Maximus. Everyone, hello, Maximus. <laughs> that is, that is Maximus. Actually, he's laying right behind me right now. He goes everywhere I go, he goes. How old is he? <laughs> he is a year. He's 15 months old, actually. Oh, that's uh, we awesome. Just, uh, we, just adopt, we just adopted him. And... Um, uh, he came from uh, not a very nice home, and uh, so we took him in, and that's my little man now. That is my man. You know what? He is a French bulldog, yes, but I think he's got a little bit of American bulldog in him as well. Nice. You can tell a little bit about the face, but and uh, we found out how much he weighed today. This guy weighs thirty six pounds, for God's sakes. Wow, <laughs> get big. <laughs> so that's well, my little guy. I'm I'm bragging about my little guy there. That's awesome. Well, yeah. Maxim, welcome to the team. That's it. Yeah, he's sleeping <laughs> right behind me. <laughs> uh, but what you were saying, I, I totally agree with you on that. You know, like don't be afraid to show that you don't get anything. I mean, there's multiple times where you go out and you're not going to get something. I mean, that's just the that's just the nature of the business. But you know, you get these people that go out and they get something every time and. You know, it's it's one thing if you're a top-notch TV show and you can do your research and you know what it is and you can get into these, like, iconic haunted locations. But even then, you know, you're not going to get something every time. I mean, if your connection is good, you may get something great on the spirit box, but it's not going to be a constant 24-7 where you're getting stuff. And, you know, like you said, Nando, don't be afraid to show that it's not because that's important. You know, it shows that you are a true investigator, in my opinion, you know. And the other thing I would say is when you're watching these YouTubers, the ones with all these followers and all these hits that they're getting, if you study the video close enough, sometimes you can see where the video's been cut to put something there. Like it, sometimes it just doesn't fit correctly. You know, yep. and it, it's sometimes it is so cleverly disguised that if you watch it closely enough, you can sometimes see where the yep. image quickly changes. 
you know so, and unfortunately when you're not in the industry and you don't you know again i've only learned this over the last two years now but when yeah. you watch it closely enough and you see it and you slow it down even by going on your phone and you can control how fast the image is going you can yeah. see where it's been cut to put something in oh, to make absolutely. it happen you know so i you know i would say to people that are interested in the paranormal don't be drawn into everything these big hitters are saying you know because sometimes it's not as it seems you know and they're they're playing you a fool sometimes so you just got to be really careful who you, who you're investing your time in when you're watching these things and you know like i said sometimes we we will go live um through parapost facebook and if nothing's happening we'll just sit there and have a conversation with people and we'll we'll, we'll say hello to everyone yeah. And then what you find is when you go back through your footage, something's happened behind you that you didn't even know happened. You know, so, and they're the key moments because people have been watching you live and you go, wait, you guys didn't see this, but look what we found when we go through our footage. And what we do is get a big segment of it so they can see that we've actually recorded it again from a long period. So we're not just cutting it down to the fine moment. We're getting a bit more in so they yeah. can see it's just playing through naturally. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that's... So that's I have a... So yeah. Like, so, sorry, go ahead. Go. No, go ahead, AJ. Go ahead. I was just gonna say that's what Robin likes to do. Robin likes to do raw and uncut, where he just goes straight in, one camera. You know, does the whole entire investigation, no cuts. Um, you know, and and does it like that, which I think is great to do, and a lot of his viewers love it because they know that he's, you know, truly going into these places, not just you know making a video just for entertainment, you know, and trying to get people to you know, get subscribers like he's going in there because he actually cares, which I think is very important. Yeah. I mean, not saying yeah. that footage is bad or anything, because obviously you want to make a footage that's going to be, you know, entertaining so that people are going to watch it. But you also want to keep your integrity of yourself and of your, you know, team by not faking stuff, which is obviously none of us here do that because it's appalling and we find it disgusting when someone does it because, you know, that's someone's loved one or that's, you know, someone in life that passed away in death and deserves the same respect as we get. So, And that's know. what I've, I've said this before. You know, we're going to these locations. If you're lying about things and you're lying about what's happening, you're not just disrespecting the paranormal field, but you're dis disrespecting the history. And, you know, one thing I always say now, and it's one of my things is, it's great that you're making money out of this. It's great that you've got loads of followers. But are you really happy living your life being deceitful and you prepare to leave this world being a liar. They might believe what you're doing, but deep down yeah. in yourself, yeah. do you really want to leave this planet knowing that you've lied and you've cheated people? Because I wouldn't want to leave like that. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't want yeah. to leave Absolutely. with that sort of conscious knowing that I've spent all my life earning all this money, you know, fooling people. Yeah. You know, so good for you, you're earning money for fooling people, but you're leaving this planet knowing that you're a liar. I wouldn't want to leave like that. That's yeah. not that, and, and that uh, kind of leads me to my uh, my question that I'm going to ask you guys. It's kind of a two parter. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. So when you when when you guys are going into an investigation, how do I want to word this? When you guys are going into an investigation, do you do you listen to the? Uh, Obviously, we all know the history when we go into most places. But when it comes to the paranormal stuff, are you guys listening to that? Or are you just paying attention to the history? You're going in there to find out what 
you're going to find. Do you listen to that about the paranormal histories when you go into a place? And once you go into that place, are you disappointed if you don't catch anything? And do you go back to that location? Make sense? Um, he wants to answer that fast. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> um, I, I, I personally, me, I don't uh, read anything into it. I don't read any history into it. I don't read anything at all. I go in completely and utterly blind and deaf. And my mother-in-law is the one that does all my research for me. Uh, she'll listen to what we get. She'll then look it up when we get home and stuff like that. And then she'll message me and say, here, you never guess what. This this came out and this and this and this was right and this was right and I just I, I don't believe in, in listening to it. If someone's going to tell me the name of a family who used to live there, there's no point because I could quite easily not that I would because I wouldn't, but I could quite easily bring that name up in the investigation because it's a name that I know was there. Mm. So I don't want to I don't want to know nothing. And if you don't catch anything. The, if I don't the catch anything, then you then, do you go back. Uh, it all depends. If, if it's somewhere where I know that it is mega haunted and that people have caught stuff before, and I don't catch anything, then chances are, if I get a chance, I will go back. But I look at it as if I don't know nothing about the place and nothing about the history of the place, and then I go there and don't get anything, then. I haven't lost anything. Yeah, yeah. Nando? Um, you know, I don't want to know anything about the location. You know, I want to go in there a bit like what uh, Robin's saying. You go in there blind and see what you can pick up. And then what we do do is, because we branch off into different areas as a team, yeah. and we we look at, we document everything that we do. We write it down, we record it, and then what we do, we sit and we talk together about, okay, what did everyone pick up and see if there's anything similar. Um, even when we don't pick up anything, I would say, you know, for example, prime example, the mausoleum. We have been there a number of times. You know, we've been there and we had never picked up anything remotely to what we picked up when you come. Mm. You know, I do think it depends on the energy that's being brought into the location. You know, I think sometimes if you go in with the wrong mindset, you're, you've had a bad day and you're letting that play on into the evening, you're not in the best way to really pick up anything because you're not in the mood for it. You need yeah. to go in there. But I would always give a location another chance, you know, because it's like I was saying earlier on, sometimes spirits just don't want to communicate with you. Mm. But it doesn't mean that they're not there. They're in the background. I do believe. And, you know, they always give subtle indications that they're there. A feeling, a weird breeze that suddenly just comes across you, you know. But, um, yeah, I would definitely go back. But, checking the location before i wouldn't do that because then you're sort of in your mind you may subconsciously say something and think you hear something because you read it earlier in the day you know so you know, i would avoid looking at the location history until you've investigated it a few times and then once you've got enough you know stuff documented then start reading into it or get someone you know that's not part of the team that say well this is what i found how's that marry up to what you've documented and then go that way. 
AJ? I like that. I like that approach. I mean, for me, I, I do the same thing. I, I don't want to know the history. I mean, the only thing I want to know is if the location is haunted. Sometimes I don't even care about that because I'll do cemeteries that are very old where I live. Um, because where I live, I live on a road where George Washington traveled in 1776. So my whole entire town is like really from the 1600s. We have old cemeteries that are like overgrown and like 1600, 1700 from the Puritans that have like witchcraft, um, uh, not witch, well, well, yeah, witchcraft symbols of a protection over their graves. Um, so I, I don't go in with any knowledge there. Um, and then I'll go and I'll do my investigation. And if I don't get anything, um, I'll go back again, but it'll take me a little bit. I'll try to go to other places first to see, you know, obviously patients <coughs> and what I can get. But then I will go back because, you know, just because one night that I don't get anything doesn't mean that I'm not going to get something another night. And a lot of the places around here, especially cemetery wise, there isn't really investigators that come over and go to the cemeteries around here, which is nice. And they're not like the type that are guarded. I mean, there is a couple like Union, Union Cemetery where the Warrens investigated and said was haunted. Like that place you can't get into. Even if you go and ask the town, the town will not budge because I've tried. But um, all the other, you know, cemeteries, they're, they're pretty cool to go to. You get some great evidence, great spirit box. Um, we've even had uh, an investigation where we had a kid named Dante who led us to his grave and we were able to find his grave um through find a grave and then we end up finding it while we were there which was cool um so he was a little kid about i think he was nine years old seven to nine years old and um he everything was right on his grave it was the coolest thing um but you know like i said like i'll go back to places if uh you know they don't produce something it depends how the night goes and it depends what i'm feeling if i'm feeling something's there but something's just not communicating i will go back but if there is absolutely no evidence i don't feel anything Eh, then I may not go back. It's a really on the fence type move, you know. Mm, interesting. I've got oh. a question for you guys, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, again, you know, we're looking at how people do things differently. Um, and again, it's stuff that I've seen on YouTube, and I sort of sit there and think, excuse my language when I say, it, but it's just no way I said this is shite. You know, it's absolute shit. What do you think of people being possessed by spirits? You know, do you believe that's something that oh. they can do? You know, I know, I know it's it's heavily, you know, a lot of the stuff again, I'm basing it on stuff that I've watched. And I sort of sit there and think, you you being serious, you know. And mm. but what what's your thing? Um, what's your guys' take on the fact that people okay. being possessed and being controlled? I, I want to go first on this one. The reason why is okay, so my father, for example, okay. He suffered with what doctors would call schizophrenia, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, me and my father would be sitting in the living room. We'd be watching TV, and out of nowhere, he would go like this, and I'd be like, what's the matter, Dad? And he'd be like, you didn't just see the guy in the top hat who just walked through the kitchen? He goes, he just walked through the kitchen and walked right through the wall. Another time, I saw a dog that was sitting right next to us, and he would, he would sit there and go, shut up. And I'm like, what are you yelling shut up to? And he's like, there's a black lab sitting here wagging his tail like you know all happy and all this stuff now my dad was a sensible guy where he wasn't a schizophrenic <laughs> to the point where like he was crazy where he couldn't go out places or he couldn't mm. normal life he lived a normal life he worked a normal job you would never even know this man even had schizophrenia unless he openly told you and my thing is i believe that 
the way that people are possessed by spirit is a little different than what we think by TV. I don't believe that the head spin, <laughs> believe that you're gonna, you know, have a, a Emily exorcist, you know, exorcist Emily Rose type <laughs> shit. Um, but I do believe that there is a possession type way where spirit will obviously like an attachment will latch on to you. Um, but maybe get you to the point of uh, schizophrenia. I mean, I kind of am on the fence about schizophrenia where I kind of think maybe, maybe it is something spiritual in a way because it's only triggered by trauma, but could it be just the brain, you know, hallucinating? Of course, absolutely. So I'm kind of on the fence, but, you know, just like what you said, you know, you think it's bull, but I haven't really, you know, seen too much evidence up in my own opinion and my right in front of my face to say, yes, I totally believe, you know. And I respect what you're saying. That's on a personal, like, what I'm looking at is people that are actually saying that their whole body's being controlled and then suddenly they break out of it. Like, one minute they're being controlled and then one minute they're like, okay, and then pretend, they say they don't know what's going on or what happened. They, they yeah. play absolutely clueless to it. And that's yeah. the part I find hard, that you can just suddenly snap out and then start walking off and doing something else. If someone's yeah. taking your energy that strongly... Surely that's going to leave you weak because you imagine we're saying energies that communicate with us. It draws a lot of their energy. And then that's why they suddenly slowly they fade away and you start getting less and less. Well, what's your thought, Brian? Well, hold on, Brian. Brian before you go, I want to say one more thing. So, Nando, I had this experience. Me and Robin did a spirit box session. He did it on his end and then I did it on mine. And we end up having something negative come through to the point where it shut Robin's phone completely off. Um, oh, wow. Like froze it everything and then on my side it was coming through the the video chat and talking through the the spirit box that i had and caused some issues through it as well well it ended up uh, like attaching to me and i ended up waking up sleepwalking in my house like i would fall asleep in my bed and then all of a sudden i woke up in my my uncle and aunt's room which is like upstairs you know, through two doors, I woke up in their room against their wall and like at three o'clock in the morning. And then I freaked out because I didn't know where I was. Then all of a sudden I came back downstairs, went to sleep. Next minute I know I woke up and I'm at this, I'm on the side of the road and I'm smoking a cigarette and I have no idea how I got out there. So I believe in possession wow. in a certain way. He's a peeping Tom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks. 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 <laughs> I, real quick before uh, Brian answers, I just want to say, Giuseppe, thank you so much for watching, my friend. Um, thank you for saying we're a beautiful bunch of people. Appreciate that. And uh, good to see another Italian in here. And uh, just want to say Italian, hey. And uh, hey, Mambo, Mambo Italiano. So <laughs> thank you. Appreciate you. But uh, go ahead. The question. Uh, to be perfectly honest, I, I do believe – you do get attachments. Um, I kind of wonder with the scenario that happened between you two, um, uh, somehow before you, or when you went to sleep, it was in your brain and somehow your brain did something while you were sleeping that made you do weird things, not necessarily possession. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So I do believe there's attachments, I find it very, very, very difficult to believe in possessions. That's personally me. And um, for example, when we went to Octagon Hall, the famous video of Carl being possessed. Personally, I think he was a schizo. He was schizo. 
He was a schizophrenic or however you say it. And yep. uh, I think he had that problem. And I don't think he was possessed. I don't think any of those. I think he had a mental breakdown. And um, I think it caught up to him, whatever. I'm not a huge believer in possession. I believe you can get an attachment. For example, I was at a place last year and the energy was very, very strong in the place. I felt like it was with me and I had to take a break and I went outside and I threw up. Wow. And, you know, so um, and then being in London or being in the UK, I can't. I think I came back with a little girl that was attached to me. That I went to the forest with uh, Rosie and uh, and her mother. And I think that's where I got the attachment from. But I don't believe in this whole possession thing. You would really, really have to prove to me that possessions really, really exist because everything I've seen, uh, it's all been bullshit. And, um, you know, like these YouTubers, even the TV shows, um, there's a video, there's a video on, and sorry, Paraflix, I'm going to call you out on this. Uh, there's a video on Paraflix right now. Uh, the people that did the, uh, four guys that did the conjuring house and, uh, one of the guys supposedly was possessed. He went outside and he was acting, he was acting like he was possessed he like they tried to talk to him and he wasn't talking to me that was all show it was all an act it was show it was crap and these youtubers that and they're all for them of the youtubers and they all known to fake their videos so i thought that was pretty crappy but possession i don't know i just i just i i i i I have to see it, and I would they they would have to prove to me it was an actual possession for me to believe that happens. I do believe though you get attachments. Mm-hmm. I do believe that, but in a possession, a complete takeover, yeah. I I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. So you, Robin, oh, you already answered right. And I, I just, I I just like 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 Brian said I. <clears throat> We're always told, and we always say when we do the investigations that that we're in control, that we have the power over them, and stuff like that. So, if that's the case, I mean, I know what happened with, with that spirit session that we did, uh, but you know, I, I just I just think that there's a there's such a a fine line between what people call you know possession and what people call attachment. That mm. it's, it's, it, it can be one and the same. Although I know you you did suffer quite a bit with it. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I tell you what, it was an experience, and I, I I just think it was just an attachment. But you know, my like I said, I'm I'm very open, like I'm very sensitive. So I mean, oh, could it have just have been, you know, me going to bed thinking about it? Of course. And could it have just been me acting out in my dream or something? Yeah, exactly. Talk- but, you know, the weirdest part about it was is that it only lasted for a week. And then after that, it stopped. And I've never done that ever since, never done it before. But, hey, you know what? Like you said, it suggested even <laughs> Even when he's sleeping, he's going to the street corners. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, 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 bro, bro you want to see how I get there now? oh god oh oh you got your uh you got your e-bike eh i got my moped baby watch out is that an e is that a is that electric or 49 cc okay 
I could ride him. Chicken, I'd like to please take a video when you're. Please take a video when you're uh, driving that through the winter. Oh, I will. I <laughs> today, baby. I just did an. I, I had to. I had to go back. I had to drive it home an hour and a half. Okay, from East Hampton to Middletown over here where I live, and it was the longest drive of my life, and it was like twenty degrees outside. It sucked. He's going to do around me at all. There's a new guy that came up. It's got a, an interesting YouTube uh, yes. channel name. What's up, Feces Face? Feces. It's the party. Feces Face. <laughs> and I, oh, goes, That's hey, awesome. Hey, That's hey, great. Hey, He's got hi. crap all over his face. I love Here, it. I've, I've, got a, I've got a quick question for you, right? Okay. okay. A, I'm just back tonight. I did another two parts of the Celebrity Cemetery series that it did, and then I went to that other location I showed you, right, all in Liverpool. No. Now, I would... Yes? Well, right, one taken. second. It's all Stop, suspense yo. right now. I, I love how Robin, just in the middle of a question, just said, peace out. Did you like that? <laughs> he didn't say, didn't say hold on, just said uh, that's, that's how this great. podcast goes, people. Yeah. I'm here. And, Oh, yeah. So, so the, the the first the first grave that I went to, right? Now bear in mind that this this cemetery in Liverpool is massive, absolutely massive. Now, Nando will know who this is. I'm not sure about you two. Stella Black. Yes. Right. I went to her grave and did a and did a celebrity cemetery series on it. In that cemetery, I found that grave almost straight away without even having to look and it's massive in there so to me it was like i was supposed to find it and then when i when i when we got to it and i took a walk over to the uh to the actual headstone part of it there was footsteps i could hear walking in the leaves around it and there was nobody there yeah that's pretty creepy and it's like literally, oh, I was well, supposed to do that. Here's, here's a question: Was it windy? Because if it was windy, you could be mistaken the sound. No, it, trust me, it was not. It was nothing to do with wind. It was calm night. Did you catch it on it your was, audio? No, because the thing is, at this time, I wasn't filming. Jesus! Of course, of, of course. course, that always happens. Always happens. Always. Always. That's Dude, where no. that's what happened to us at Octagon Hall. Me and Adam were standing in the room where you set up a lot of your equipment. It's a fairly decent sized room. It's got a large table. There was like a cabinet over here. I was standing about five feet away from it. Adam was yeah. standing over here, probably about 10 feet away from it. And all of a sudden I started, I heard this something. I looked up and the, there's two, there's a cabinet there has two glass doors you know wood wood frame and stuff like that and one of the doors was starting to shake just wow. one just one door so it started to shake and i i look at adam adam looks at me and did that just happen yeah it did and of course we didn't yeah. have our camera going didn't have the camera yep yeah how about we, you? we had a similar situation where we went there's this place in in gospel in portsmouth uh the 1940s tea room brian and know this location yes Great place. Anyway, we, we had some really good responses um, with Brian and Lex. So a couple of weeks later, we went back and thought, you know what, we'll carry on and see what we can uncover. Anyway, so we were doing like the pre-walk round, like deciding where we're going to do things. 
And in the back of this tea room, now, I don't think the actual building itself is haunted. I think it's all the stuff that she's been donated because a lot of it is wartime stuff. Yeah, you know, I agree. Had, a lot of it's residual. Know, had, yeah, residual stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that's what bring, draws an attraction to, because you've got the old dockyards as well um, that would have had, like, you know, military back in the day when, when they were all coming through Portsmouth. Now, we were in the back and we were deciding where we we're going to set up these cameras. Now, this lady that owns the tea room, she's got these big industrial shelves, like real strong metal, so you can't shake it. And she had plates on there. Anyway, we were talking and we were with another team member, Little Joe, uh, we call her. And the plates flew off. Flew oh, off. Wow. But it wasn't, oh. it wasn't the plates that were at the front. It was the plates behind the plate at the front. And the load oh, of them flew wow. off. And it looked like the way it flew off, it was like purposely trying to get Little Joe and the owner. Because we were talking about the energy that we were picking up before. Because um, I think it was Brian that asked the question, where are you in World War One or World War Two? I think it was Lex. And then it was Lex, wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. And we were talking about that. And then suddenly these plates. But when we looked at what plates flew off, it was the plates from behind. So she's got plates at the front. And there was a stack of plates at the back. And three plates from the back had flew off and smashed wow. all over the floor. And I was like, was anyone recording? And I was like, shit. That would, uh, would have been a perfect bit of footage, but none yeah. of us had our cameras on at that point. Mm. You that know? Always, it's like it the, was... it's like spirit knows. It's like spirit knows the minute you start recording, and it's like that's when the activity for some reason will die down, and then it'll come in waves. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but if it's residual, they wouldn't know. No, you're right. You're right. So is what's, it, your, what's is... your take on residual, though? What's your take on the residual hauntings? What do you think it is? Do you think stone tape theory? Do you think what? what like, what's your? Opinion yeah, I on? do. I do believe it's stone tape theory. I, I just, uh, uh, oh. for example, there's a place not too far from here. Uh, it's about an hour and a bit drive. Uh, it's called Ghost Road, and uh, a guy died on a motorcycle. Uh, he, he crashed his motorcycle, hit a barbed wire fence. Unfortunately, he he unfortunately, and I'm sorry to say this, but he he kind of lost his head. And uh, it bounced off the rock, okay. uh, which was right beside the barbed wire fence. And so what happens when people go there, when they, for some reason, every time somebody's there, because this road is like one way and then you, you can turn down the road where the actual rock is. So it's kind of like a three-way kind of type of thing. So yeah, people yeah. actually looking down the road and you can actually see a motorcycle headlight coming down the road and then it disappears yep. and it happens every time somebody's there they always see the headlight of a motorcycle and it just disappears so it's almost like it's playing over all the time and oh, okay. yeah so uh yeah residual to me is you know uh they have no idea they have no idea that they, they might know <laughs> they might not know they're dead I was going to say, do you think it's just a release of energy, right? A release, like a playback of a scenario, a release of energy. Yeah, 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 I can see that. Yeah, I can see that for sure. For sure. Yeah, but residuals are very interesting. I don't think, I. you know what, to be perfectly honest, I know everybody, a lot of people talk about residual and stuff like that, but I don't think we'll ever really know um, what residual can really do. 
Um, can they hear us? Can they not hear yeah. us? I don't think anybody will really know. Um, well, I, mean, I know you. What, everybody has their own different theories, but Nando, before you answer this question, what's your guys' theory? Also, and I'm gonna, this is a two part question now for you, Nando. Is when a spirit, when people see an apparition, right? The apparition looks like, say, if it's in a hotel, it just looks like it's walking into another room. Do you think that those spirits, do you think spirit is seeing that place that they passed in the time period they passed in? Or do you believe that they're seeing it in our time period? It's a hard one. Like Brian said, we don't know for sure. We can only assume or make assumptions. I do believe that there's certain spirits. Now, I'm more drawn to the fact that if a spirit has died in a traumatic way, that wasn't expecting it and then died straight away. Sometimes I do think that they replay. It's like a broken record. They yep. replay Detroit because that's the last thing that happened to them and they yeah. don't know how to move on or they're, they're stuck in that moment. Um, do I think there's a way that we can still communicate with them? I think eventually, you know, I do think they become more aware and maybe, you know, us asking the right questions and trying to get them to understand. I do think we can. Um, but yeah, it, it's a you hard... know what I, I I honestly think that's what's happening at the gym that we went to. What the uh, Don Silas? Yes. Yeah, I um, think that's what's happening in the the main gym part, not in the house part, because that's something different. But what I think it's happening in the, the gym part, hospital. yeah, where the, the main, main hospital, hospital was, I think my theory would be is the nurses that were there are still working, and they this think they're can... still working. And I do think, like Brian's saying, like maybe they're residual energies because they've lived a traumatic life. I do believe sometimes where, you know, we're using scenarios like people that go to the army, you know, yeah. they come out with PTSD, you yeah. know, and they've never learned to deal with it and they die with that condition. And then I do believe sometimes they go back to the moment where they were traumatized in a way and they keep reliving that, you know. Yeah. So I do think sometimes you know, they can, depending on the life they've led, you know, like you're saying with the hotel, I do yeah. believe sometimes we got fit. And now I know this subject could be anyone can say anything, but we caught, um, we went to Merley house last Friday and this was once known as a workhouse, massive house, you know, and they would have had chambermaids. They would have had, you know, servants going in and out of the house every day. And for, we're on the second corridor where... Do you remember where the big nursery is, Brian? Yes. Second floor. But anyway, we set a camera up there and no one was there. And you got a door where the servants would come through to do their servings throughout the day. And yeah. we catch this light anomaly, like an orb, but it moves very, very slowly through the corridor like someone's walking through. Wow. And then my opinion to that would be, well, someone's still there thinking that they're working. Yeah. You know, they, you know and, you know, and they're living that. But it's not the first time we've caught orbs. You know, we caught an orb coming down the stairs. Yeah. You know, and the way the pattern, it actually takes the pattern of the stairs, like they're walking down the stairs. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I do think spirits can get stuck and they don't realize that they're living the same moment. Yeah. I think yeah. it's. I can't wait to get, I can't wait to get back down to the UK. And this time Robin will meet up with us this, this time. Yeah. You know, when I when I first was when I first was going down the UK, I I didn't really know Robin that well. Uh, I know yeah. he messaged me a couple of times. Uh, we spoke a couple of times, and he asked if he if we can meet up. And I thought Robin was just he's psycho. a creeper. 
He is a creeper. The troll that lives under the bridge. Also, they're getting a message. Uh, also, they're getting a message from uh, Robin. He goes, "Oh, you're coming down to the UK. Why don't we meet up?" Oh, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm all over that. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, but you know what we're saying? We're be, saying be, about be. this. You know, it's such a great thing to do. You know, this is what's making the paranormal industry stronger: is people that have never spoken to each other before that are coming together and they're sharing their knowledge. There's too many people that want to outshine other people. But what we're doing is so much better. We're sharing each other's knowledge, experiences, and we're working together. And I think it was such a great thing to do. You know, we had a mix of people. We had the two Robs that joined us, you know, Brian and Lex, and it was just a great thing to do, you know. And you being in Liverpool, uh, what's the, the abandoned hospital? Um, Robin, oh, Newton Park, yeah. Have you ever been there at all? Yeah, and what's your thoughts on that? Because I know a lot of people seem to be investigating, <clears throat> and I, you know, Newton Park is, it looks massive <clears throat> and it looks absolutely yeah. brilliant. But what's your take on that location? It is, it is haunted. It's just that when we went, we went with a company who were running a ghost hunting night, and they were about as much use as a chocolate fire guard. <laughs> they, they really were, honestly. They, the, the, because what happened was there was three places left on the ghost hunt when we went, and we booked the three places the night before it was due to go on. Well, when we arrived there, they had a manifest, and our names weren't on it, and they weren't going to let us in until oh, wow. they actually showed them their online receipt when we paid for it. And then they started off the night by giving like a little chat inside the hospital and asking if, uh, you know, anybody had any psychic abilities that were there. And you could tell that everybody there was, was all handpicked and nobody was saying nothing. And uh, Julia and my mother-in-law, they were saying to me, you know, put your hand up. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to because I want to see what happens. But they kept on asking the question, and then eventually the mother-in-law went, he is pointing to me. <laughs> Do you know, they ended up, they blanked me the whole night. Oh, that's awful. I do have they a question. Okay. Oh, I, I do have a What are some, with some of these users that are coming in here with some of these names? I don't know. I love it. Though. Fabio love it. never sniffed a seat. Fabio, I am so happy you never sniffed the seat. This is fucking awesome. I am. And so then happy. Uh, Giuseppe, Italy, and, and def- definitely I- not in pants. I'm happy. <laughs> definitely AJ's crew. Yeah. Sorry, these are oh, all. Oh God, that's funny. I apologize. Fisa's face is a interesting one. Yeah. I told you, best gummies in town. I attract everyone. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so anyway, anyone else have any other questions before we go? No? Here's a question. All right. I have a question. How is uh, everybody doing? Yes. Go ahead, Robin. You go first. Doing all right, yeah. Just getting over the flu and uh, being out to couple of investigations tonight, including a place that uh, I've been trying to get into in Liverpool for ages, and I finally get into it tonight, so. Great. Awesome. 
and it went well. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you going to be putting the video up online, or you just study it yourself? I'll put the video up. Yeah, I'll not be putting it up uh, just yet. I've got about three or four to go through. So <clears throat> whenever or, uh, send, or send them to me, and I go through because that's normally what ends up happening. <laughs> not lately, no. Not lately. Yeah. I've been doing all right. You're right. You're I'm right. Stepping yeah. his game up, right? And Nando, he's stepping his game up. And I saw the new video, uh, the new intro for Portal to the Paranormal today. And it I've got a thank our brother Matt for that. He did a brilliant job for, the, for me yeah, doing that. That um, was great. I saw it on TikTok today. Yeah. So, you know, we're sharing it out. You know, it's good to get something really good to put up, you know, and, you know, and, you know, for us, it's just, we're just enjoying what we're doing. And then we've got things coming up, you know, in the new year, you know, with Global Ghost Hunt. You know, I'm really excited. You know, yeah. Brian set me the task of, you know, trying to put a show together, uh, you know, for promoting Global Ghost Hunt and also proofs that we've yep. all partnered up with. You know, so I'm yep. really excited about doing that. We, Me and Matt are working together, putting an intro together for it, you know. And then with Portal to the Paranormal, you know, we've got a few... Um, locations that we'll be going to we're, we're securing some new locations as well for next year so we've got a lot God, more. I, I wish i'd li lived in the uk i really do there's so many yeah. um and we've actually got a cameraman that's joined the team as well he's really good doing footage oh. so we're hoping to do a lot more filming and you know putting like little documentaries together onto youtube as well so that's something that we're really looking forward to in the new year very cool really, awesome. excited about doing that hey, yeah i'm looking forward you. to seeing that we tell all the viewers where we can find you guys, Nando. Um, so yeah, Portal to the Paranormal. We're on Facebook. Uh, and we're on TikTok. We've got our shorts on TikTok, like short videos on there. Um, and then Portal to the Paranormal YouTube channel. So it's um, Portal to the Paranormal PTTP UK. Um, and you can find all our stuff. So we're doing a lot more on there now. And like I said, we're really excited. We're going to be trying to do more footage and like documentary style videos. So people can actually sit there and watch what we're doing throughout the night. But we're going to keep it real. We're going to try and keep it as raw as possible, you know, so they can see if nothing happens, nothing happens. But yeah, we're, great, so we're, we're excited about what's going to happen. And hopefully we'll have the UK tour part two coming soon. Cool. Now we're buying yeah. Yeah. I got to, I'm hoping to start releasing those videos in January. And cool. uh, yeah, so yeah, that's good, man. I'm looking forward to seeing those videos. Merley House was great. Uh, I watched a little bit of that last week when you guys were online, and uh, it was good, man. I love the Merley House. And just a quick question to finish off with you, Brian. Out of all the locations that you did in the UK, which one would you say was your top one? Oh, Ooh, that's, that's, that's tough. tough. And Ooh. why? That's tough. And why? Um, and why? You know what? I would, uh, my two top places, I had three actually. Um, the, uh, the tea room was good. The mausoleum was good. And the caves that we did in Stoke were great. And those were probably be my top three. And it's funny that you said the tea room first, because just before we started the investigation, we were walking across the road with Brian, and he turned around and said, "I don't think we we're really going to get much here tonight." He, wow. he walked, yeah. you know, he walked in. And he goes, "You know, they, he he felt like there was something, but he yeah. really didn't think that we were going to get anything." And it was actually oh, I did, cool. uh, I did mention I felt like there was a boy, there was a little yeah. boy and a woman there. 
but you wasn't yeah. expecting to get much out of it that night. Where no, we thought no. we thought we were going to end up just sitting there with a tea, a nice cup of tea, and a and a bit of cake. But it's yeah, that was really good. Fun. That was a good part of the night. Didn't yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, those that will probably be my top three. Um, the next time I come down, which is hoping I'm hoping next year. Um, well, it probably will be next year. Um, I'm hoping to get in the castle this time. I'd like to get in the castle. And I think what I'm going to be also doing is I think I'm going to be going over to Ireland as well. Oh, Ireland's going to be nice. And, uh, the, Jenny said she would try to get me into uh, Lemp Castle. Ooh. Right. If you come back down our way, we've also, and then maybe Robin, you can join in if we make this work. Oxford yeah. Castle in prison. Ooh. Where's that? Ooh. Oxford Castle what in time? prison. What day? You, like what? What time of the year are you think of going, Brian? I was I hoping get off my thing in June, hopefully. Yeah. Well, say again, sorry. I get off of my whole like probation thing, so I can get all overseas. I can go overseas in June. Yeah, June could work. The weather's nicer because we did yeah. have a couple of cool nights when we were there. Cool. Um, I would say June would probably be a good time to go if uh, huh? Nando and Sarah and all those guys are good with it, and Robin. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. talk you know soon. Stop. Yeah, we, we can make it work. We made it work the first time around, and I think a yeah. part two cool. would yeah. be brilliant. And you know what? Maybe is maybe revisit some of the locations that we did do and see if we pick up yeah. anything again. Yeah, yeah. I definitely like to do the tea room again. Yeah. Um, and you know what's funny about that tea room? She yeah. said after we went in there, because that was the first time any of us have investigated that tea room. Yeah. She said it was she's had a number of teams in there, but she has never seen the amount of evidence that we picked up that night. And since leaving, she do you know the army coat that Ryan yes. had on the sergeant's um, Lex had on it. Lex had on um, it. Yeah. yeah, the one that Lex had on. Basically, she has it hanged up on the stairwell on a hanger and it's on a hook. She was walking up the stairs, and the thing flew off and smacked her right in the face. Oh wow! wow. Um, and she she was like, "I'm there." And then the light stopped working. Like she went in the yeah. next day, she couldn't get the lights to work. Well, we she did the marble it. in the marble in the glass upstairs that worked as well. Yeah, Brian said, and um, Lex said about that. He actually saw it move. So yeah, and well, I'll be really, I'm really excited about seeing all that footage because I think that'll be great stuff to see how simple. Those experiments hey, are. You know yeah. what a great experiment is? You get a plasma ball. You know the plasma balls that have the electricity inside. So when you touch it, it goes to one. Yeah. Okay. Well, my buddy Steve, who's another host on our show, he uh, used it in a in a spirit box session with his portal, and he asked the spirits to touch it, and you could see them touch it because all the electricity goes to one spot, and he they used it in the video. It's the coolest video I've ever seen in my life. That's so a good I, out using a plasma ball. I was yeah. yeah, check that out. That would be fun. Yeah, I've used the plasma ball once as well. Yeah, um, it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely cool. But I'm hoping, uh, yeah, definitely going to get down there next year. And um, we could aim for June for sure. I think that would be good. Awesome. Three, you know, three words. A lot nice. What's that? <clears throat> three words when you're over here. 30 East drive i know i want to do that place too but do you set it it? Up. i know i know you guys want to finish off in a minute but you're saying 30 east drive i've been there right do you think it is haunted as they say it uh, is with the black monk the poltergeist 
or do you think it's more because of the the film that was based there? I know it's meant to be based on true events. Right, but you, have you it, been there, Robin? I've been there three times. Do you think it's as haunted as they say on these shows? And I know I sound like the person that's trying to debunk anything, everything, but I just like to no, be real about everything. It, that I it do. is. Yeah. From, from my experience, it is. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, the, the stuff that, that we've had happening when we were there. And honestly, I've never, I've, I've come out of that place so excited. And is wow. it sort of stuff that has happened based on the film and previous stories that they've said on it's TV? Just, it's just, I can't really explain it. We didn't, we didn't book it as a, as a venue. Uh, I know the woman who lives next door and looks after it, yeah, Carol. She cleans it, doesn't she? She doesn't like being in there for long, though, does she? she tries no, to keep well, it whenever, whenever I go or whenever we go, we just go over and just basically turn up and knock her door and, and she lets us in for for like an hour at a time or whatever. Uh, and, the, you know, the, she doesn't know we're coming, so she can't set nothing up. Uh, and the stuff that we've had happening in there, coins, marbles, earrings, you name it, balls coming from out of a wall, thrown at you. And I, I actually sat with Carol in the living room in that house, and I was looking out the, the door into the hall where the stairs are, and I could see a black mass, and it was, it was swirling, and it was growing at the same time. And uh, I never mentioned anything to her. Well, next thing, the black mass that I was watching darted into the room. And straight away, she was rubbing her leg going, get off me, get off. And I says, dear, I'll just watch that manifest there and come in. It's, de it's definitely a weird build, uh, a weird house. I I'll give it, it is. But I maybe, don't know maybe about it was just one of those off nights that we were there mm. and not much happened. You know, that's I don't, I don't know about the monk part of it and about you know the so many people have so many different theories and names and stuff as to who's actually in there. I went in there with my mind not looking for a monk in particular or a child in particular or the dad who died in the bathroom in the bathroom, yeah. Floor. I, you know, I didn't. I didn't go in looking for anything in particular like that. I just went in thinking to myself, right? I've heard so much about this place, so what's happening with it? And honestly, the it, it was just unbelievable. Well, that's definitely yeah. one for us to try together. Then I think if it happens in June, yeah, we all make. The, I, I, the think, I think all our energy Absolutely. together. And, and, and stuff like that, you know what I mean? And, and just, you know, being from being from different parts of the world as well and, and stuff like that. i tell you an experiment I'd love to do in there. Brian, have you ever been to Hinsdale House? No. AJ, no. you haven't, have you? No, I have not, not yet. Right. Before, before you come over here to do that, if one of you can investigate the Hinsdale House... And do because that has the connection. When Nick Groff did it on Paranormal Lockdown, he did it because he was at the Hensdale house and something followed him home from the Hensdale house to his house and told him that he needed to go to 30 East Drive 
and that's why he came over here with Katrina and did it. Well, you know what experiment I would like to do with one of you three, if we're all going to be going out there next year, I'd like to do what um, Satori and Cody do. So if we can come together and hold hands and um... – <laughs> Yeah, you guys are not seeing the joke there. (laughs) You know who Satori and Cody are, right? Wait, wait. How about if we just we hold hands and then we just talk and we get Mm. butt naked and then we just nobody found that funny at all. So just fuck in the random place. Remember that podcast? That was the (laughs) best podcast I ever watched. Yours, Brian. Was that Ken Allen? That was Ken Allen. Yeah, Ken Allen is my favorite person known to man. So you guys didn't get that joke at all, did you? No, I didn't, but that's great because I you, I you know who Satori is and Cody? No. Satori Haas, Jason Haas' daughter. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh oh you know who Jason Haas is, back. Nando? He's from Ghost Hunters. I don't think I've watched Ghost Hunters. Yeah, uh well his daughter and Cody are boyfriend and girlfriend. And they actually go into these locations. They discovered a new technique that's working for them, and it's phenomenal what's what it's doing. So they they uh, they hold hands, and then they start talking to the spirits, and their two energies together is helping the spirits come out. So they'll try to figure out somebody's name that's there, and they will go through the alphabet by saying A B C D, and if it says, and if you hear a knock, like on the letter C. They start yeah. spelling out the name of the person that's communicating with them. It's I actually like really super cool. Just go to their her Facebook and watch some of their uh, Satori Haas and Cody. They're actually called the uh, – what's their group called? Um, the Paranormal Couple, I believe they're called. I mean, that I sounds quite good. So they're, they're feeding like off each other's energy to build – Yeah, they're – yeah. They're, and, and it's something they discovered, and it's absolutely amazing when they do it. Um, and do you think it, it works, then, well, Brian, in your opinion? It's, it's working big time for them. Well, did you see Ghost Adventures does the same thing? They'll stand in a circle. They won't do the knocks, like, technically, but yeah. they'll call the spirits in, and they've been doing it in a couple of newer episodes where they have, like, the people from the interview and everything, they'll stand in a complete circle, and yeah. then Jack will stand in the middle or something or whatever, or they're all standing in a circle, and no one will stand in the middle, and then they'll have the digital recorder, and they'll have it out and they'll have like that or they'll see shadows or they'll get like some kind of spirit box response. So I think we should do that if we all get together. So me sure. and Nando will stay, we'll stand face to face and hold hands. And uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but you know what? It's, it's absolutely amazing what they do and it's work. Like uh, they just discovered that they, they discovered this and they're able to do it. So if they're in a place and they come together and they're holding hands, and Satori's usually the one that's talking to them and figuring out who they're talking to, and they'll tell them the person to knock on the wall. They'll go through the alphabet to get their first initial, and then they'll go through their name to figure out who's who's actually there. And yeah, I, it's worked. It's it's absolutely amazing. I've never seen anything like it. Well, I would rather hold hands with your wife than you, Nando, personally. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought we were good friends now. Right. So I'll hold your hand, Nando. I'll hold your hand. I'm just kidding. 
But listen, what I wanted to say to you guys was, you know, what's crazy is that like all these religions, right? In the, in the sacred text, like the Bible, everything like that. I believe they have like these pieces that tells us about certain things about spirit, right? Like, for example, you know how you said when they, when they're holding hands, you know, they're getting this communication. Well, in the Bible, it states when two or more gather, he is there in his name. So what if it's not just including say, include Jesus, whatever, say, if they're talking about spirit, when two of us gather, our energy connection together can bring these spirits in, can bring and give them more energy to communicate. So I believe that this is totally true, that what their technique is doing, even though it sounds funny and kind of probably looks a little weird, I think it actually, like, I think it works. Well, and I think, and I think that's one of the reasons why Ken said what he said. Yeah. When two people are having sex in a haunted location, you're more likely going to bring out that spirit because the amount of energy that's generating from two people having sex. Yeah. um, It's, uh, you know, that depends if you're, you know, if you're a quickie, there's not much energy. (laughs) (laughs) There's not much energy forming. If you're an AJ, a two minute wonder. (laughs) Well, that's what I was referring to, but not necessarily AJ. A two minute wonder. Um, how much energy is really collected? Whoa, but, whoa, uh, one minute. You're giving me a, you're giving me a lot more credit, man. Twenty five seconds. Just based on that, you're saying about two people. So these two people that you're talking about, Brian, they're a couple. Do you yeah. think like people that are in love with each other? And I'll use me and Sarah for example. We've been together for what fourteen years. You know, we still love each other like the day we got married, for example. Yeah. Do you think our love? could build more energy for spirits to come through then i believe like just that the i believe that for sure i believe that completely i believe that two people that are together that love each other that uh there's so much energy between them i think that can definitely feed uh, i listen you're more likely to get more energy off that than you are one of those boxes that have the two little wires sticking out of it and there's electrodes floating in the air yeah. give me a friggin' break so, you know, I think you're going to get more energy from two people that are together, that love each other, that are feeding off each other, that are with each other in a location. You're more likely to get more activity. I, I truly believe that for sure. On my next on our next location, I'm going to go live and I'm going to put that to the test and see what happens. Do Me it. and Sarah. And we're going to go somewhere away from everyone else. Just the two of us making a special video for everyone. I'm only joking. Um, But yeah, you know, we're definitely going to try that out and see, you know, if that works. Yeah, just face it, just face, face each other, hold hands, get really connected really well, look at each other, uh, maybe give each other a kiss before you start, you know, just, uh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you guys are in love from the first day you met. Yeah, okay. So, uh, you know, just just stay connected and then just talk, start talking to the spirits and see what happens. I I think it's I think it's amazing. I think it's and it's an incredible way to connect with spirit. I've written it down and it's something that I will definitely and that's something that I'll put, you know, we'll just go live and just stand in the circle, just the two of us. Yeah and see what happens and it'll be amazing if we do get a response um you know how great would that be something yeah. very simple oh that'll be awesome yeah. I, think, that. I think you're gonna see some amazing results and guys anyone who's watching you could find that on the pttp uh only fans um you'll see that <laughs> um, <just so> <laughs> 
just joking. But um, no, no, but for real, I think you guys are going to have seriously a great connection together because you guys share a great connection. And I think that that love will definitely bring in, if you're showing the spirits love, you're going to see a connection. You can even do it at your house. I don't even honestly think that you would have to go anywhere to bring that connection in to have a spirit box session to connect with a spirit, to be honest, because I yeah. do it at my house. Um, but I'm not saying do it at your house. I'm just saying I do it at mine. I come with love and light and they do come, they do help. But with the two of you, it's going to be, you know more. what? It'd be, it'd be an interesting test for you guys. Yeah. We've yeah. never tried it before. Yeah. Uh, so just look it, up Satori Haas on Facebook and she might have some videos up there uh, when they do yeah. this. And just it's just, uh, I know they, there's some, I believe they were in a ghost hunter um, episode and they did it and it worked. <laughs> And they got the person's name that was there, and it ended up being, I think it ended up being the husband of the woman that owned the place. Mm. And they spelt out his name. They just went through the alphabet. So they said, "Let we want to get your name. So when we get to your first initial of your name, can you please knock or make a knocking sound? And it seems to work. It's just incredible stuff. Um, guys, one thing I want to uh, answer real quick for Philip. Um, Philip, I wanted to let you know your question that you had was about how you passed out, uh, out of a, a bar or pub or whatever. And you said you had five spirits. You woke up with ectoplasm, all this stuff. There's no really advice I can give to you on that. Um, because I've never experienced anything like that. And I would have to know more of the circumstance. Um, ectoplasm is something that we can't see, um, that will be seen by, you know, people who are certain mediums. I forget the type of medium that, uh, you'll see ectoplasm come out of their, their face, but it has to be a certain lighting, a certain setting, um, certain camera that has to capture it. Um, cause it I have a picture of, I have a picture of an ectoplasm around oh, me. Yeah. Okay. You have it on you right now, by chance, or no? Um, I would have to, I would have to find it. But if I find it, I'll send it to you. Okay, yeah, please do. And if you do, yeah. uh, Phil, if you could see it, I'll put it. I'll post it on the uh, Talking with the Source Facebook page. Um, if Brian uh, does find let it, let me see if I can. Let me see if I can find it. I think I might know where it is, but uh, yeah, it's really, it's actually a really cool pick. But yeah, it's definitely so, an echoplasm. So yeah, if you find it, we'll put it up on it for sure. Um, and I even have, and I even actually have a video of an ectoplasm uh, in video. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you could yeah. share that too, I mean, if you have the clip, I mean, if you want to, by all means. If not, yeah. if it's part of something, don't worry about it. No, um, it's not. I de I definitely um I can definitely find it here. Uh, it's really really super cool, and we actually played it in slow motion, and you can see the two rising to the ceiling. Wow. Well, while Brian's trying to find that, let me throw a question at you two, uh, oh. AJ Robin. Yeah. Now, the industry that we're in is quite a unique one in a way that a lot of people, when I tell them what we do, they sort of give me this funny look and think that I'm off my rocker. Oh. You know, what, what are your friends and family like with you guys doing what you do? Do they find it? Do you get some people that might... Robin's laughing, so he's had some, like me... You know, do you get those looks and think you, you're just nuts? And Well, okay, so I tell everybody, okay, I take I take a ride by through the state insurance over here called Veo, and I get taxis uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday to go to my doctors. And um, when I do, I get in the car with all diverse type of people from all different backgrounds, from people who are Islam, people who are Christian, people who are Buddhist, people, all different types of walks mm. of life. 
And we get in this conversation about the paranormal and I tell them what I do and I tell them about my podcast. And I believe it or not, it's been all positive, uh, all positive responses. And they've actually checked out the podcast. Some of them I see live when we're live, they come and say hello. Um, we get in some very deep conversation. And, and, and the reason why is um, the way that I approach it is I try to approach it with the best way to that I can describe it in a scientific way instead of mm-hmm. bringing up what people would call folklore and saying about uh, Jonah the whale or you know bringing up Bible stuff because when you start going down that route and say if the person is Islamic and not Christian, you're going to get into a little thing where they're going to be like, okay, well, now you're crazy because you're believing something I don't believe. So I always scientifically try to explain it in energy form and then they get interested and they start asking questions and then it's always a good ending. So, um, but Robin, please speak on your situation because your situation is a little unique. (laughs) My situation is rather, rather unique. Whereas, uh, my family don't don't really care that I do it, apart from uh, the fact that I'm 45 year old and can't tell my mother that I do it. <laughs> my, my my mother, uh, God bless her, she, she's uh, she's not too well at the minute. She had a few strokes and uh, her memory's not great at the minute, but. Before that, she was like quite high up in her church, and you know the fact that I was even watching Most Haunted. Oh, wow, that was wrong of me to do that. So, couldn't very well say, you know. Oh, by the way, I uh, I go around contacting people. So she just thinks that I have this weird and wonderful uh, hobby of going round. Falling down buildings, taking pictures. <laughs> and I get what you're saying when it comes to religion, because my mum always says as well, you know, you're you don't know what you're playing with. And I I always explain to her, as long as you're doing it in the right way and being respectful, you, you're doing it safely. But the people that do give the funny looks, and this leads on from the question that I've just asked, do you think some people boohoo it because they're actually scared of the unknown? In your opinion, do you think it's because they don't know what to expect, so they're scared of it. So instead of facing it, they 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 walk away from it and they boohoo what we do because they're scared of it themselves. I truly believe that. I truly believe that a lot of people don't want to even try to put their head around it or try to like think about it or think deeper in life because it does scare them. Because think about it. I mean, death in general is scary. You know, like we're on this earth for such a short period of time and time flies as it is. I mean, you know, like, this year I just turned 34 and I'm looking back like, where's my twenties? I mean, we all do that. You know, we're all like, where the hell did 10 years go? You know? Um, but so, I mean, when we talk about death, it, it scares a lot of people. And I think that they'd rather make fun of the subject because they don't want to try to wrap their head around it in their own way because mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense to them. And whatever doesn't make sense to somebody normally scares the crap out of them, you know? Found it. Found I, it. I, I found it on. Uh, I actually found it on uh, TikTok. Okay, because it's on my TikTok, <laughs> and uh, so I'm going to share this. This is super, super cool. Okay, I got it up, whatever. And it's up. actually in slow motion as well. Oh, you know, you're mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. 
There we go. Uh, there we go. Let me turn it up. So obviously I say ectoplasma or apparition. So here we go. I wonder if I can, can I make this larger? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. I have it. So here we go. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Come on. Start. So how many did it say? How many spirits did it say? Seven, seven or eight? Seven. There's eight or, or there's seven or eight here. Oh wow. I'll play that again. So Watch. There's one here and one here. Seven or eight. There's eight or, or there's seven or eight here. Isn't that cool? That's right, dude. That's cool, I, eh? Yeah, I wonder what that is actually. If that's ectoplasm or apparition, because that looked like two black little masses, like. Yeah. Um. What else do I have here? Uh. This is, I got a lot here, actually. Um, oh, this one's cool right here. Now, this one is super, um, I believe it's this one. No, it's not that one. Um, so I do have a video of a, um, oh, here's a, here's a real cool one right here. Now, I'm filming here, and you're actually going to see an apparition walk by or go by really quickly. Okay, Oh, I just oh, saw. Oh, 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 oh. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that one's really cool. Let's see what else I got here. Um, hey, Brian. Put a mind yeah. click after you're done. What's that? After you said after you're showing yours, could you go to my TikTok? Yeah, sure. Uh, what else can I show here? Uh, this was a class A EVP that I captured, um, where it basically said, What's your name? Here we go. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one. That one was cool. Awesome. That is awesome. That one, was, that one was really cool that I captured there. Um, this one here, this one is super cool as well. Uh, this was, we were at an actual, it's like a, a church. Yep. And uh, I actually captured footsteps. And then you actually see a mist go by us. Okay. 2011. Ghostly activity here includes the sound of a large feast being prepared, music, footsteps, and more. Oh. I see animals. More. Oh. When the mist is right. Wow. I don't, I actually. I see animals. Yeah. Yeah. A little hard. More time. 
Right, right, yeah. Ghostly activity here includes the sound of a large feast being prepared, music, footsteps, and more. Oh, and the mist was right here. It's hard to see in here, but uh, that one was super cool. Um, Okay, here's something really cool that happened while I was on Lion. Okay, and watch, watch this. why you weren't hearing anything now it's hooked up so it's cool see it yeah it comes up here and comes around back around now it's hooked up so it's cool oh wow that one was yeah that one's really uh that Obviously. one was really cool Robin, that reminded me of what happened on our show the other day. Remember? Oh, you're, you're muted. Um, yeah, definitely that, that orb on the of your. Yeah, uh, Brian, I got to show you on our last live stream that what happened, man. I had an orb come down right in front of my camera. So let me. What's your channel's? Uh, what your channel's uh, name? Coventry Circle Paranormal. I was going to say, can you? Get my video up afterwards, and then yeah, you guys yeah, can yeah. say uh, a few things oh, as well. Yeah, put Nando's first. Put Nando's no, no, first. no, get AJ's up first, but I want to sure? show you the orb that we were talking about. Do you know when we were talking about the residual energies and they're okay. going through? I yeah. just wanted to um, show you the video that we got from the cameras that we picked up um, and see what cool. your take is on it. Which one's yours? Uh, which one, AJ? Uh, so here you could do the patty negri one i want to show you this orb that came across when we first had her on watch it comes across we were gonna do a thing on the black dahlia house and dr george hodell who did do it and i've live let him channel no there you go adventures and see that thing yeah Yep. producer and we were going to do a thing on the black dahlia house and dr george hodell who did do it and i've live let him channel on yeah. ghost adventures and what's, crazy that was cool. that, what's crazy about that is she literally was talking about this like experience that she was having in the house like literally two seconds before how her doll literally slid forward in front of the camera alive while she was on a live it was the most wildest thing ever so is it PTTP or how, what is paranormal. it? <clears throat> Pardon me? Portal to the Paranormal is the full name. Yeah, Nando, I got to send you some uh, spirit box sessions that I did, man. There's some cool ones. It'd be great That's to see. Global Ghost Hunt one. Did you hear that one? It was really cool. Yeah, I heard that on the intro yeah. with Matt the other day. It's yeah. the second one in after the intro. Is this one here? Yeah, that one. 501? 501? Yeah, the one that you're on now. That one. Okay. Oh, I see it. I, I see it already. Yeah. Wow. The, yeah the... From our cameras. Could this be a spirit walking the corridors of Merley House? Wow. That's cool. What should I say from that, guys? Then... From our cameras. Could this be a spirit walking the corridors of Merley House? Now, Nando, where'd you catch that at? The Merley House? So this Rough. is the Merley House in Wimborne. 
Um, and it, and it was basically a work, it was basically like a workhouse. But like rich people would stay there, like a very wealthy family, and they had servants going through there. So the back quarters, the upstairs, you will find yeah. that's where their living quarters were. And then wow. where this light comes out is where the servants would come down the stairs from their living quarters to get ready to serve. You know, wow. they had access from the downstairs kitchen there, um, where they had like the dummy lifts where they put the yeah. food and. And it just happened. No one was on that floor because we were all downstairs in the basement at this point. Wow. And then when we were going through the footage, you know, we just picked up. And the way it goes, it's very slow, but then it disappears before it actually goes off the screen. If you notice, it yeah. doesn't actually leave the screen. It disappears yeah. on the screen as well. What's yeah. your take on it, guys? Dude, that's a great capture, in my opinion. Yeah, that was... that's really that's really cool. That's really, really super cool. Are you guys going to go live on TikTok? Because you got a 1,000 followers now. Yes, I know we just achieved a thousand followers, so yeah, we will finally. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, we are we are going to do lives on TikTok as well, and we're going to treat it the same way as we when we go live and stream on Parapost. On yeah, our, yeah, I haven't done a live in on because uh, I have close to twelve thousand, and uh, I haven't gone live on TikTok for a while, so I got to start going out and doing more investigations. And uh, uh, I I found one that I might do. Um, and again, they encourage people to come because the place is haunted. And yeah. is Robin frozen? Robin, are you frozen? Yeah, no, he's gone. gone. Yeah, he's gone. He'll come back yeah. in. He'll but no, back. yeah, we're definitely going to go live on TikTok and see. Because when you're watching live um, investigations, right, a lot of people seem to be tuning into the TikToks. Um, yeah, well, you know, TikTok's very popular. You can grow your you, know, you can grow your YouTube channel really, really quickly with. Uh, being on yeah. TikTok, I just haven't, I haven't been posting very much on TikTok lately, and and uh, I've been working on other things and and yeah. stuff like that. And um, but uh, yeah, so I'm gonna start getting back into that. I'm starting to do the videos. I should have a, a few videos coming out over the next week or two uh, cool. from on YouTube from uh, the Octagon Hall and Bobby Mackey's. Cool. It will be cool. it will be on YouTube, but it's uh, also supposed to be going to. Paraflix as well, so I'll do two different videos. Cool. <clears throat> Octagon Hall, I think, is going to be a two or three parter because we were there for almost fourteen hours, and uh, you know, so that should be coming out. I do have some other videos coming out on YouTube, so if people want to go over to my YouTube channel, Tantaphobia, H uh, U N T A Phobia, all one word, and uh, they can check out some of my videos there now. I'm I'm eleven away from a thousand. Well, let's get them to a thousand people. Let's, let's get going. Get yeah, eleven from a thousand, and uh, so that's been two and a half years in the making. And uh, you know, but there were times where I was just putting up clips and stuff like that, which really hurts YouTube. When you put up clips, it actually yeah. hurts the algorithm. Yeah. And uh, when you put up clips, um, unless you're putting it into a short video, yeah. but uh, yeah, people can go over and follow Huntophobia. And uh, through the lens, it's on YouTube as well. And um, if you're interested, if there's any paranormal investigators in here, you're interested, go check out Global Ghost Hunt, the website, globalghosthunt.com. And uh, uh, if you're interested in joining and registering your team and your location, if you want to be seen, this is, a, this is going to be the event that you want to do that because it's going to be streamed everywhere around the globe. So, Huntophobia and Paraflix, yeah. 
And just to mention as well, if there is anyone wanting to know more information about the Global Ghost Hunt, we do have a show coming out in the new year that we're going to start advertising soon. Um, And this will be a great opportunity if you guys got any questions whatsoever. We're going to have a a panel of people that are part of the Global Ghost Hunt. And we're going to be sat there, you know, answering any questions that you have, you know, and really, you know, sharing out what this is all about. So there's going to be, you know, I know Brian's going to be involved. Lex is going to be involved as the directors, you know. And we also got, hopefully, people coming on from proofs that Global Ghost Hunt has partnered up with. Um, And not only are you showcasing your team but you're going to be supporting a good course as well so that's mm-hmm. to come so do keep an eye out for the advertisements on that show um and hopefully anyone watching that wants to know more get in on the show when you see it yeah and then it's, we'll it's, uh, it's coming out january 13th yes friday oh, friday the 13th friday oh. the 13th it's gonna be good there's yeah. gonna be no problems <laughs> oh, <laughs> but that's in the making well, yeah. guys, thank you guys so much for joining me. Nando, if you don't mind sticking around just for a minute, because I want to ask you a question in the background. Yeah, uh, of course. But, uh, Brian, if you, uh, you got to head out or are you going to stick around? No, I'm, I'm good. All right, cool. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for uh, for uh, coming on. I really appreciate it. Just shout Thanks out your guys' nice stuff on. one more time. Nando, go ahead, shout your stuff out. And then, Brian, shout yours out. So, we are Portal to the Paranormal, UK-based team. Um, you can find us on, you know, as you've just seen, TikTok, Facebook. And we're also on YouTube as well. So it's just Portal to the Paranormal PTTP. Um, so, yeah, tune in. We have got a podcast. Uh, we got a show on Wednesday at, um, what's it, 8.30 UK time, but uh, it's 3.30 Eastern time. So we got uh, Dr. Chris Sumner. Uh, she is part of Soul Sisters Paranormal. So really excited about having a chat with her. So if you guys want to join in, you know, we'll see you on Wednesday. Yeah. Cool. cool. Very cool. I'll be there. So, uh, Huntophobia Canada, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube. Uh, I got a lot of videos up there, but I think I got about 115 videos up there. So you can go check it out, Huntophobia Canada. And uh, I'm also on Paraflix. If you're interested in Paraflix, uh, what you can do is you can uh, go over to Paraflix, the iOS or Android, and you can uh, make a... It's a subscription, but what you can do is it's a monthly subscription, and I think it's about $3.99. It's got all the paranormal that you want if you're really, really interested. But I will even go a step further for you that if you're interested in joining Paraflix and you go there, type in the code parapost 25 and you will get 25% off your first year, and it will cost you about $1.89, I think every month and it's a good deal and it gives you all the paranormal you want like if there's enough paranormal on there it will last you two years it's like it's it's like the netflix it's like the netflix uh but it's for paranormal yeah so but uh yeah you can uh and the global ghost hunt uh dot com go over and check it out we got some great stuff on there and uh, if you're interested in joining uh your team in your haunted location so huntophobia canada is definitely what you want to see Okay, cool. that's it. Awesome. Oh, Rob. one more thing. Yeah. If I don't say it, Lex will give me shit. Yep. Say it. Every Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. GMT time through the lens, where we bring on guests and we interview guests uh, that are paranormal investigators. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. 
Well, thank you, Brian. Robin, shout out Halfer and Paranormal quick. He just did it. Halfer and Paranormal on Facebook, on YouTube, and talking with the source. Awesome. There you go. I'm AJ Capasso, host of Talking with the Source. AJ, call, show that commentary circle paranormal on there, will you? <laughs> yeah, and, and also of Coventry Circle Paranormal. Thank you guys for tuning in. You guys have watched another episode of Talking with the Source. I'm here with my great friends. So happy you guys can join me, and I will see you guys all next time. Take care. Good night, everyone. Good night.